0: Another fantastic episode of the Post Credits Podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Brian Schoef, and today we got a very special episode because I'm joined not only by my co-host, Mr. Matt Pepler, but we're also joined by the very talented Andrew Heath. How are you guys doing?
1: Hello. Great. I'm already starting to laugh because I just looked at some of my notes and it made me giggle.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we're... T- <laughs> In preparation for the Snyder Cut coming out sometime this year, we thought it'd be really uh, great to talk about Batman vs. Superman, especially with you, Andrew, because we both know that you don't like this.
2: No. And well, come I've... to find out, I don't like it either. <laughs> well, I've been, I've been telling you for years, like, oh my gosh, dude, it's so bad, it's so bad. And then you're just like, I'll take your word for it. And then when you guys had me on the first time, I told you, Matt, I said, listen, if I can have some input, if we want to do a good movie, we'll do this. If we want to do a bad movie, I want to do Batman vs Superman. <laughs> and then Matt was like, "I can't do it." <laughs> so we want won- yeah. <laughs> so something. But here, but here we are.
0: <laughs> yeah, here we are. Yeah, it's funny. I was looking forward to having you back on the show, just because it was a lot of fun last time. But all week, I just kept going round and round. Like, it is tonight the night. Like, is this going to be the night I ruin with this movie? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I told Matt before I started watching. I was like, "Damn you!" I was like. Just cursing you preemptively before I have to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't my
1: fault. I it's true. It, it's true. It's, it's true. It's true.
2: It's true. I, I love like uh, talking bad about this movie is like so tasty to me. It's just I love it so much. It's so much fun because it's so bad and so silly and stupid.
1: Uh, it is incredibly stupid. So yeah, this one, this movie is uh, directed by uh, the ripoff of Michael Bay, uh, Zack Snyder. Also written by uh, Chris Terrio, I guess that's how you say it. Who also wrote uh, Rise of Skywalker. So we are in good company with making an excellent movie. We're doomed. And I'm being facetious. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like this movie came out and it just got crapped on by pretty much everybody, and then they hire him to do Rise of Skywalker. What? Uh-huh. What? This made this made a lot of money. Paid eight hundred and seventy
1: three million dollars
2: because people were like interested, but then like uh, just because it makes money doesn't mean anything. We know, we all know that. Well, well I mean, didn't, Transformers?
1: Didn't David you know,
0: Goyer yeah. also co write this?
2: Yes, he did. Yes, yeah, uh, along with like
1: anything else you could probably, possibly think of that has to do with Batman, you know, and numerous other projects of superhero fame. So
0: yeah, pretty much starting with with the Blade trilogy.
1: Yeah, yep uh exactly um he also i think directed blade three which was awful <laughs> really really bad and yeah. blade is just, is really simple and i don't know how like you could fuck it up but they did you know so i kind of uh i always question like why are these people still getting hired you know
0: yeah but one and two were great the third one
1: wow yeah bad Whoa.
0: But yeah. just to clarify, we watched the extended ultimate version of Batman v. Superman. Dawn of not, Justice. Not the theatrical <laughs> cut. I I had seen right. the theatrical cut originally, and then they came out with this one. And it's like, oh, it's 40 more minutes longer? Yeah, no, yeah. I don't want to see that ever.
2: Well, I saw the original one in theaters, and then, you know, instant like, instantly hated it like while i'm watching i'm like oh my gosh is this over and then uh i looked up this was after you know when they announced the ultimate edition the director of photography tweeted and then immediately deleted because i'm sure the studio got to him he said if you did not like the theatrical cut of this movie you will not like the extended version (laughs) like there's just like nothing extended to it other than just nothing garbage
1: I kind of feel like the theatrical version would be the better version to watch because it's, it's shorter. shorter. Yeah,
2: because it's shorter. I, the I agree. movie is so
1: <laughs> fucking bloated with bullshit things. And it made me so angry that I was watching the movie for about an hour before anything really started to happen. It's just panders. And then, panders and then for an when, hour. I mean, I'm air quoting when it's like things started to happen where it was like, oh, we took like a baby step forward to a incoherent mess of a plot mm-hmm. and all these like certain things one thing that really crossed my mind earlier today as I was thinking about it is there's this whole subplot with the LexCorp bullet you know that Lois Lane has who's a reporter and that goes nowhere she's like oh it's from LexCorp will he go on record and then nothing happens but that kind of sums up like this movie there's like a whole lot of shit in there and nothing really happens
0: well, I do think the extended cut is it, it makes a little bit more sense because when I saw the theatrical version, it, it was downright incomprehensible. I didn't I, I I'm very well versed in superheroes and I was just like, op, op, what's happening here? <laughs> and, and I think about the first hour and 10 minutes of this extended cut was about 30 minutes in the theatrical. I, I could be wrong in the timing, but that's about what it felt like.
2: Well, Brian, I, I want to ask you something since mm-hmm. you've seen since you've seen both versions, and I, I don't. It's been I I saw it in theaters last, so it's been that long. But I mean, I think I remember it enough. Was there anything, any substantial scene in this extended cut that like made it that extra thirty minutes, or was it just like? oh, well, let's just pan on these people for just a little bit longer to add to the time. I mean, was there anything different, really? Like, name like a scene that was like, oh, that's a brand new added scene.
0: So I I was an extra in this movie, and I didn't see myself... Oh, yeah, and I didn't see myself in the theatrical cut, but I was also watching kind of a crummy bootleg on YouTube because I wasn't going to pay to see it (laughs) because I thought it looked like crap. (laughs) Yeah, Um my recollection of the theatrical cut, and I could be wrong because it's been at least two years since I've seen that was that they didn't have the testimony drug out that they basically went right to the Pentagon questioning Superman. And then, and then the bomb blew up. And I can't remember if this was in the theatrical cut or not, but when Lex Luthor is talking to Holly Hunter, and uh, they have their little scene in the hallway where he's basically setting up that he did something and she doesn't realize Mm -hmm. it until it's too late. I I feel like that was either extremely truncated or just none of that was there. And that was actually the scene that I was in was the hallway scene with them. And that's it like an hour and 27 minutes.
2: (laughs) Gotcha. Well, I mean, like there was a scene when he was like, hiking into the uh, snowy mountains and stuff, Superman. And then yeah, those the guys, yeah, those guys are like, he's off to die. I feel like that might've been new, but I remember him talking to uh, yeah, let's, dad, uh, Papa Kent on the, t- on the top of the mountain. I don't know. It's just.
1: Yeah. Let's go to the top of a mountain to see my ghost dad who tells me about a <laughs> flood that killed some fucking horses, but he saved the day and he's a goddamn hero and got a cake. Thanks dad. What was he I
2: doing went, up there? Fuck. What was he doing up there?
1: Hi Ghost, oh, Hi, Ghost Dad. Hi, Ghost <laughs> Dad.
2: What the fuck? Hi, Water World. Right. Yeah. I, I didn't understand that at all. He's going a, up there to die. Like, There's a lot. Well, he, I mean, his Fortress of Solitude's in, like, the Arctic, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, he's not going to go up there and, like, freeze to death. So, it's like, why is he going up there? And it didn't really, pl- like, that scene, like, didn't finish. After that, he, like, oh, I better go back and save everybody. Like, there's really no point to that. There's right. a lot of this, a, a lot of this movie has no point.
0: Well, like the, the opening being an extremely truncated retelling uh, of the Batman origin.
1: Do we have to, like, every time Batman is in a movie, they have to show the Wayne's getting killed? You know, here, do they
2: have to do it? Do we not know yet? That here's that's what happened. Here's the interesting thing they showed that, which you're right, we all know about that. But then there's all this other information being thrown at you. Like what happened here? What happened here? Like, for example, one of my uh, notes is at the beginning when he's in Metropolis, like running through the rebel and stuff and there's Jack, he's like, no, it's like, who's Jack. And why do we care about him? There's like no explanation there. Same thing with the Robin stuff. There's no explanation there. There's like all this other stuff that needs explaining. That's not, but we get Martha and uh, Papa can't or, uh, Wayne killed at the beginning because like that we need to know Yeah, because I've never I never knew that happened
1: yeah Yeah. never knew it would be a plot twist Uh, you know just for the
0: record Metropolis blowing up downtown that was the financial district in downtown Detroit
2: oh okay did they have to do anything to it or did it pretty much just probably not already
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the nice part of Detroit that's why oh oh, is it really (laughs) that's why they used it for Metropolis the the crummy area where they were having the big showdown at that was the train station
2: Gotcha. Okay. Oh, oh gosh. And this movie, Where do we begin? Yeah, we need to like find like some structure here. Like we could just ramble on like, like, yeah, where do we start with this? For me. Well, is, is it even uh,
0: worth doing that? Because the movie's incomprehensible. So I feel really, like if we go yeah. blow by blow.
1: Yeah, it's... I guess we just start slinging shit. Uh, for me, the, um, the first, uh, moment where I was like, oh God, we're, this is really dumb was, uh, four minutes and 36 seconds into the movie for me. <laughs> uh, and that is when the bat tornado happens and makes Bruce, little Bruce Wayne float.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, that's so stupid. Yeah. Like that's I no, so incredibly I'm... stupid. And you know, it's like, okay, this is the level of stupid that we're going <laughs> to
2: buckle up. <laughs> yeah. When we saw that in theaters, that scene happened. And I mean, like it's right at the beginning and I was just like, me and my wife just like slowly turned to each other and like rolled our eyes. It's like, oh my gosh. And I know it's a dream. I know it's a but, dream.
0: But you don't know that you until know about that. 30 seconds after he starts levitating, going up to bad heaven.
2: And then, and then by that point, you're already like groaning, like, ugh, you know? It's yeah. like it can't save itself saying that it was a dream.
0: Right. Yeah. After the, fa- maybe if we'd have known that, like if they tipped their hand just before that. You'd be like, "Oh, okay," but instead they're playing this music like it's some amazing scene, yeah. and, and and you're th- just like grinding your teeth. He's <laughs> like, "I, yeah," because if you were like, "Oh, you know, this isn't a terrible recreation," you're is. I, I was instantly like, "I, I, I hate this. I, I hate what they're doing right now." <laughs>
2: yeah. And then uh, when uh, this is funny, I caught this upon my. You know, this is my second viewing of the movie. When uh, they're down on the ground, what's what's Batman's dad's name? Uh, Thomas. God, what's his Thomas Wayne, and he goes, Martha. Like, I didn't realize that that was just a setup for the biggest joke of the movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's having his right. rosebud moment.
2: I know, Martha. Uh,
1: yeah, I was like thinking for a second, like, oh, is he going to say the same thing that happened at Batman and Begins, where he's like, Bruce, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, Bruce. And then he dies. But no, just says his wife's name, Martha. You know?
2: S- screw Bruce, right?
1: right uh i thought it was completely unbelievable that um the girl from uh what's her name the girl from walking dead would be bruce williams mom yeah they were
2: both from walking dead that's interesting yeah yeah Yeah.
1: uh who's she
2: oh maggie yeah maggie and then he was negan what's that actor's name uh
0: yeah, he, he's in a lot of stuff. Uh, he's yeah, in I like Watchmen, him. he's in Supernatural.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, did, Cage. did anybody catch the uh, Watchmen Easter egg in this? No. At the Gotham Seaport, on the billboard that says Gotham Seaport, it says the end is nigh on there spray-painted. Oh, I, oh, that. I yeah. saw that, but yeah. you
1: know, my brain didn't make the connection. <laughs> you know, Your brain just does. shuts off
2: at a certain point in this you movie. Can only
1: You can only take so much stupidity where your mind's <laughs> like, whoa, man what are we doing here? <laughs> like we gotta, we gotta exit. I'm yeah, I'm uh, glad
0: we brought up Watchmen because I, I wanted to, I, I think this whole thing kind of comes full circle because, you know, Zack Snyder must be a very persuasive individual for them to keep giving him yes. these jobs because yep. like his vision for Watchmen was wrong. His vision for man of steel was wrong, which they tried to retcon here only to make all the same mistakes with Batman because with Watchmen, he, he got the imagery Pitch perfect, but one of the key points of Watchmen was that violence isn't cool. And Zack Snyder cannot do anything other than make everything look cool constantly. So it was counterproductive. Man of Steel, right. the big complaint with that was that Superman was acting in an unheroic, unsuperman-like yes, fashion. Yes. And here we have Batman getting fucked over just in the same way because he, he's Murder Man. So. Yeah, he
2: kills so many people. Batman doesn't murder people. <laughs> he doesn't use guns either. No. <laughs> and he guns all the time in this. He threw a grenade at a guy. <laughs> Granted, the guy threw the grenade first, but it's like... And the bat branding. Oh like, my gosh. What the fuck? Bat, like, meat, I, bat meat tenderizing. Yeah. Like, which
0: easily could have been cut out of the film.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And uh
1: that whole thing of, like, having inmates killing other bat branded inmates, like, to frame Batman, mm-hmm. like, he's on the inside, like...
2: Uh, Getting, God, it was so annoying. Yeah. Getting to the, uh, kind of, like, the characterizations of these characters in Zack Snyder's world, like, this is, like... Okay, so Man of Steel is one thing. We're not talking about Man of Steel. This was, like, even worse than that. The portrayal of Superman was the worst ever. Like, dark, mopey, morose. Like, ugh, he doesn't really save anybody except Lois Lane when she's conveniently there needing saving to make the plot move forward. Like, give me a
0: break. Which Lex Luthor somehow makes that leap of logic even though Superman hasn't been in business long enough for him to establish a pattern.
2: Exactly. Well, that gets, like, everything brought up just gets me to, like... Well, then this, and then this. So I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. I'm, gonna I'm gonna put a pin in. It. I'm gonna try and like hold my tongue as much as possible. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. I this is my first. Uh, I I didn't even see Man of Steel in preparation for this. I don't care much about the DC cinematic universe just because it's so all over the place. Like I just don't have any motivation to see it. So I don't. I, yeah.
0: DC. You like the characters, but you don't like the films.
2: Yeah. Right. DC needs to stick with making like one shots, like Joker and, you know, just like kind of one off things because like single minded storytelling is where they can shine. But uh, as far as like their universe goes, Wonder Woman wasn't that bad. Wonder Woman was pretty good. And it's like. I I hear the follow ups really good. Oh, yeah. I hear it's amazing. No, that (laughs) one. That one's good. It's officially. (laughs) It's officially turned to rotten on Rotten Tomatoes, the second one. Is. You know, but, uh, huh. watching
0: 1984, I was wondering, like, because I, I saw Wonder Woman and I thought it was pretty good. I mean, maybe it was just good by comparison. But then I was like, you know, I Gal Gadot just doesn't have much range as an actress. Like, how did I not see this? We, we've yeah. I, I've seen Justice League. I've seen Wonder Woman, Batman v Superman, you know, and it's just. I, I think some of her stuff was cut out of the theatrical stuff too. Like the museum. I, I don't think they were tipping her hand as, as Diana, as much as they were yeah. well, in this extended version, which that museum was the Detroit public library, by the way. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. As as far as wonder woman goes, she served no purpose in this story other than to be a trailer for her own movie coming out shortly after this one. Like mm-hmm. look at what she did in this movie. No point. Zero point. And, like, even the soundtrack changed to her music. Like, the yeah. like the guitar, like, slide or whatever. Right. And it's like, that doesn't even fit. Like, they just wedged her in here for no reason.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate that Batman wasn't a powerful enough character to take yes. part in the climax of his own... I know, he just kind of <laughs> stood around. Movie.
1: Let's talk about this. Let's just skip forward to the ending and the fight sequence, all right? Because this... It's so dumb, right? We have Lois Lane with the spear, right, Uh, of Kryptonite. Mm -hmm. And she, like, throws it into a fucking thing of, like, water, you know? For, like, no reason. She's just like, well, I guess I'll hide this in this water hole, you know? But you also have, like, Wonder Woman there who's, like, really kind of kicking the shit out of Doomsday. Right? She's, like, holding her own, I would say. But then why not give the spear to her? Why does Superman have to do it? Because it's like, you know, it's going to diminish his power. So, like, that's so dumb that you literally are seeing a superhero on screen going toe-to-toe with Doomsday. You know, which I don't know much about Doomsday because I'm not a Superman fan. But, like, why don't they give her the spear? I'm just throwing that out there. Because we need to see Superman die? Why
0: like, is Doomsday the size of King Kong?
1: <laughs> like, Right. He well,
2: why is, why is Doomsday there to begin with? Like, I mean, if you look at the movie, there's three different plot devices that could be three separate movies. Like Batman fighting Superman, yep. Lex Luthor and the Kryptonite, and then Doomsday. Those are three different movies. They are. Yeah,
1: but look it's at- also like the terrorists framing Superman, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, and yeah. that's like... Uh, oh, okay. They're connected to Lex Luthor. Okay, like why isn't that the thing where they're like framing him what, what, to make yes. him look really bad?
0: There's no end game to any of these plans, and no. and like Lex Luthor's whole thing, like if if man won't kill God, the devil will do it. Okay, but he was bringing Doomsday to life anyway. So if exactly. the whole Batman why, Superman like, why? scheme hadn't worked,
2: what? what doesn't make any Ah. sense it's like i got the kryptonite to fight him well i got superman to fight him well i got doomsday to fight him but i mean they why was kryptonite like one of the most important things in superman's mythology introduced introduced in the same movie with doomsday who in the comics kills superman actually i mean that's the death of superman Mm -hmm. so like why is all of this just shoved right down our throats into one movie
0: Right. right, To jump to the death of Superman as a plot yeah. device for in, Justice League super,
2: in Superman Two. This is the second movie, you know. Right. Uh, I I think it has to do with them trying to obviously compete with Marvel, get to the quote unquote Avengers as fast as possible. And then, if you remember, I believe this came out the same year as Civil War. So you got Captain America versus Iron Man and Batman versus Superman in the same year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like it's. Uh, I. It seems like that's what they were trying to do, is to like bring all the characters as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. and like I thought their introductions were <laughs> so lame. I know. Oh, their
0: thumb drive the, scene the barely would have logos? passed as a post-credit in a Marvel film. <laughs> like
2: right? I didn't even. I didn't even. Yeah, it's so stupid. I mean, like it, the only reason, the only way this movie could have made sense. Is if before this, because, I mean, like I said, again, this is number two in their cinematic universe, is if there was Superman 2, Wonder Woman, and then a standalone Batman movie. Because they can't just throw these characters, especially Batman, in and be like, whoa, Batman's had a 20-year life and we have no idea what's going on. We have no idea who this guy is. I mean, he's Batman, but, you know, like, we have no idea what his backstory is. It's... uh, I, I was a confused about that too
1: because it's like he's not in the Wayne mansion like and it's yeah. like just What happened like, there? <laughs> right. So is this beyond Christian Bale's Batman?
2: No, I don't know. This has nothing I don't think this is connected to that at all. I mean like there's well, Robin. What? He had a Robin? What happened there? That's a whole movie there, you know. Right. Right.
1: Right. right. Uh like it, it's just so th- there's so many like questions that like don't get answered and it's like that's so bloated with bullshit um it, it's it's really mind-blowing
0: it reeks of a over-aggressive world building because yes, like with civil war you cared that captain america and iron man were fighting because you've spent time with them mm-hmm, and exactly. having spent zero time with these characters we really don't care that they're having a conflict because you haven't really gotten a chance to know anyone other than like oh, oh there oh there's batman fight him mm-hmm. <laughs> right not that affleck does a bad job because he did a very good job and i i totally get why they cast someone like him because if henry Cavill wasn't a superstar before man of steel he was after it so they needed to bring someone in who could hold the screen and that's why you go for a superstar like are you, that
2: are you talking about jesse eisenberg <laughs> no, no. <laughs> who is God. the worst Whoa. choice for lex Luthor ever
0: yeah and, like
2: they were trying to do like a mark
0: zuckerberg
2: kind of thing yes! so it's here, like <laughs> here, here, here's my note that i have verbatim i didn't think jesse eisenberg could be more obnoxious but here we are here he's playing lex luther the exact same as mark zuckerberg just even more of an asshole
0: <laughs> right. right he does this really annoying like hmm like Every, every other, hmm. <laughs> the noises he made,
2: the high the pitched. Oh my
1: god, yeah, you can make a drinking game out of that. Ugh. Um, yeah, and then like to show he's so eccentric, he just eats like a bowl full of apple jelly ranchers
2: and then just shoves yeah. it in some guy's mouth. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> right. just so oh my gosh, and then see, the, he's weird.
1: Look at all green jelly ranchers because he's a
2: psychopath the granny's peach tea thing. Did that really need to be in that movie? Like, come on guys.
1: I, uh, this is the one part where I was so confused that I thought I missed something. Right. He
2: he mentioned that earlier. She mentioned that she said something along the lines, uh, you can piss in a jar and call it granny's peach tea. Like that doesn't make it. So something along the lines of that. Oh. And so that was him like bringing that back up. So like he peed in a Mason jar and put it on the, her, her desk there. And I'm like, what i was like uh, at first i was like oh is this a dream and i'm like nope that's p right there <laughs> like why so was that in there
0: what caused the the pentagon to blow up which that, the guy
2: the, the guy's wheelchair uh had bombs in it see i always
0: thought it was the something with that chemical but then it, no, it was, was definitely <laughs> the guy because they focus on him yeah and they, 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 they say on and the news there. they
2: yeah, they say on the news later, like, the bomb was in his wheelchair. Right, uh, yeah. he
0: lead line so he couldn't see yeah. through yeah.
2: it. Yeah,
1: and, and and Lois Lane, you know, finds that out, too. And I'm just going to reiterate that she's a reporter. And she knows that Superman's getting framed. And then she finds this information out and doesn't do anything with it. Like, she's a reporter. Like, yeah. report the fucking news.
2: She's the best reporter. <laughs>
1: God. So many things where it's just, like... Uh, why why aren't you telling the information to the people because like people are getting riled up because of like misinformation on the news and uh you could report it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> like I, I i really hated that she's
2: bad at her job
0: <laughs> so that whole pentagon scene was at the federal court building downtown detroit and the day that i was there uh they were just doing the hallway stuff with eisenberg and holly hunter and you can see my out of focus back of my head directly over his shoulder as he waves goodbye to uh holly hunter before she goes into the courtroom nice that's
2: awesome i bet i bet you're proud of being in this movie huh
0: (laughs) (laughs) well yeah i'll put it to you this way most of the hollywood films i've been in i wouldn't watch a second time (laughs) i really just wanted to be there Because it was a Batman movie. I really wanted to be there when something was blowing up because (laughs) I knew that they were going to have explosions on it. And uh, unfortunately, uh, the only other scene I was able to participate in, I didn't. And I I regret not. I I had to go make real money that day. Uh, Otherwise, I would have been in the Daily Planet as well.
2: Just think, if, if you were at the Capitol when it blew up, you could have been like, oh, I got pee on me. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Yeah, you know, that, that's the thing that was, was really start surprising me because I, I kind of figured out what they were doing because they, they when you're an extra, they don't tell you yeah. what the context of the scene is. They're just like walk that way and they just kind of have, you know, people cycling you around. But when, they, when I saw the theatrical version, I was like, oh, they didn't have anything that I was there. Like, they spent a whole day filming this. Like, what? What what happened? Because Henry Cavill wasn't there the day that I was there. And I think they might have even done that over the span of of a couple of days, because I I was looking at the audience in that, you know, Capitol building, and they keep moving around. So I I don't know if it was a different day or did you get brought him in after lunch?
2: Did you get to see like Jesse Eisenberg and uh, Paulie Hunter do anything? Like, did you could you like be like, hey, there they are, you know?
0: Oh yeah, I walked right past them.
2: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I uh I walked right past Jesse Eisenberg at a convention one time. He was holding a baby. I don't think it was his baby. I don't know where he got this baby. But like, I looked at him. <laughs> did and, you call like, the police? I probably should have. But he was just like <laughs> he was walking down one of the loading dock ramps, like with this baby. And I was like, man, he's just like so Jesse Eisenberg right now like he just I mean he's exactly like you'd expect him to be just like I don't know he's just really yeah that's unfortunate he he just plays a type of character and I believe that's him granted Lex Luthor he like dialed that up to 11 but Mm -hmm. is it the talking really fast so I look intelligent he's just like really like neurotic I guess I don't know it's yeah pretty much stealing babies that's that's Jesse Eisenberg for you
1: (laughs) baby stealer a uh, kiss and hand shaking right? babies. <laughs> uh, I want to go back to the logos because mm-hmm. I, I thought this was like fate. Like you know, I, I felt like slapping myself in the face because I just couldn't believe that somehow a graphic designer was exactly to design the superhero logos for Lex Luthor and his files. <laughs> like that's so dumb to me like here's the it's the flash so here's the lightning bolt it's wonder woman ww yeah uh and then you get like little segments of them and then it's just you have this like really awkward one with aquaman floating in like the
2: yeah that one was weird
0: where he stares at the camera for way too long before deciding to destroy it
2: yeah what's this yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) what alchemy is this
2: <laughs> right. Well, not only that, like he lives with the humans, right? Doesn't he? I, I don't
0: know. Yeah, I, I he kind of does because there was that whole uh, village in Justice League that yeah he, he routinely helped. So
1: yeah, weird. Oh, I haven't watched Justice League. I mean, could you give me some spoilers
2: next time? You know, spoiler alert. Jeez, <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Aquaman's in Justice League. Spoiler alert. Yeah, really.
0: Batman's in it too.
2: Hey, Matt. Spoiler alert. Superman's not dead
1: <laughs> yeah oh my god like a part that really made me laugh in this movie was the fucking bagpipes <laughs> like oh. Superman <laughs> fucking dead <laughs> and then these like bagpipes
2: and slow motion fucking whatever cannon shells or whatever like, uh, they, might, they, they might as well just start playing taps with the trumpet or something like it's like just so random and out of place
1: yeah, I, I couldn't, I, I was laughing so hard just because it seems like an out-of-nowhere thing. And then I'm like, wait a minute, is, is Superman Irish <laughs> like or Scottish or whatever the fuck? And it's like, it just seems so out of place uh, just to have bagpipes at the death of Superman, you know? Yeah. But, you know, can't, can't hold on to that much like uh, anything that happened in Rise of Skywalker because we get the dirt floating at the end. Be like, see, he's not dead.
2: Yeah. Cool. Well, since, since we're there, since you brought up the that part of the movie, one part that was so odd, like I, I talked to Shelley, I was like, explain this to me. And she tried to, I'm like, see, you can't explain it. So Martha Kent walks in to a crying Lois Lane and says, Clark ha- sent this here for you and handed it to her and it was an engagement ring. Why did he send an engagement ring home to give to Lois Lane? That makes no sense. Why? Because like Shelley's like, well, maybe he sent it because he was planning on dying. I'm like, no, he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why would it why I'm, did that happen?
1: Plan, bo- I'm getting yeah. feared by doomsdays. So
2: wouldn't it be Long. like if that was like a family ring, wouldn't she have sent it to him in Metropolis? Because they were both in Metropolis. He would have had it in Metropolis there with Lois Lane. Man, I'm going to propose to her. Let me send the ring home home to my mom in Smallville. That makes no sense. Oh, My brain brain hurts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I didn't really think about that. I didn't really think about it because there's a lot of other stupid stuff going on. But yeah, that's also pretty stupid. Just awful. This whole thing. I really hated myself for watching this. Um, And uh so many people had told me that this movie was exceptionally bad. And they were all right. Like, I didn't think, like, that it could be possible that this movie was that bad. And it's been since Rise of Skywalker since I've seen something this stupid.
0: Well, let, let me ask you this. Was there any scene you liked in the movie?
1: Not really. Like, I thought everyone talks about the... Um, like when Batman's fighting all the, like the military like yeah he's people. rescuing Martha yeah that like that was really cool but i i felt like the sound effects in that of like the punching sound effects were really weird sometimes they'd be really loud and then sometimes they'd be really quiet and they didn't seem to always match up you know uh like the timing to the sound effects and everything and i just thought that scene in particular was preposterous because it's like He's, you know, like he shoots his bat grappler thing on a, like a wooden box and then is able to, like, launch it, like, from behind over his shoulder into someone that smacks uh, his Matt, head. It's,
2: it's, it's called physics, buddy. Have you ever yeah, heard of that? I, just,
1: <laughs> I just don't think of Batman having superpowers, no. but, but apparently he does in this movie. Well, right. I, um, <laughs> yeah. right.
2: I, uh, I thought that scene was cool, but they they showed that pretty much that scene in almost its entirety in the trailer. So like, yeah, it really was. I was like, oh, wow, like finally some good Batman stuff. I was like, wait, we've, we've seen this already.
0: Yeah, it, it was just a bit longer. It, it's It's like they really wanted to capture what the Arkham games did really well, like the sense of that combat and the free flow stuff and using the gadgets and interweaving them. And it was mostly successful, but I I can't help wondering if part of the reason why it looked so cool was because the first time you see Batman, it's that like really crummy CG Nosferatu thing. And yeah, (laughs) so it's like there's, there's only, you can only go up from there. Right.
1: Um, and then I, I thought like when, you know, Batman and Superman have like their showdown, right? Or not showdown, but their first mean, confrontation when they're face to face. When they're back like kiss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like when like Superman rips off like the top of like. Oh yeah, Batman, before then. Right? Yeah, yeah.
2: Do you and
1: it's it's so weird because it's like the movie could have ended right there, right? Like Superman could have just flicked uh, Batman in the forehead, knocked him out, right? Unmask and be like, oh, this is Bruce Wayne. I just met him. And then just take him to a precinct and, like, turn him in.
2: Well, solves your problem. He knew (laughs) who he was at that point anyways. I mean, Superman always knows who Batman is because he always sees through his costume, you know? He says, I recognize that penis anywhere. But, uh... (laughs) But what's well, weird to me he, he is, was
0: on to him at, at the museum too yeah before he
1: that. was here yeah, yeah yeah but he didn't know he was batman then he's just like oh something's up like i don't know he, he well, was putting it together though yeah.
2: <laughs> but it's so funny where it's like he you know, like you look at batman and you have to like look through his costume to see that it's bruce wayne but like look at superman and glasses on glasses off you know it's yeah, like no one knows no one knows but another thing that I thought was just so odd, and this is kind of wrapped up in the whole Martha situation, which is just so 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 silly. So you have Batman. Not He's not fighting Superman. He's straight up going to murder him. He's going right. to stab him in the face with that kryptonite spear. And then the whole Martha situation happens. And then five minutes later, he goes and saves Martha Kent, and he goes, I'm a friend of your mo- of your son. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you're friends now? Like you're gonna murder him two seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then and then at the funeral, he's like, I failed him in life. I won't fail him in death. It's like, you're talking like you've known each other for 20 years. And right. He was right. gonna murder him. Like, I don't care if like your moms have the same name. Like, I get, I get like probably what they're going for. It's like, oh he's not alien. He has a mother. Like, I get that, but like, I just feel like it wasn't portrayed well. And it was just like, yeah,
1: it's, uh... I don't know if I heard someone else's name come out of like the person I was trying to murder because I hated them. I wouldn't be like, that's good enough for me to (laughs) stop murdering.
2: Yeah. Friend.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There is a podcast
0: David Goyer was on and he was talking about that moment about how genius he thought it was that no one had made that connection before. And I, I agree, I don't think many people had made that connection, but I, I don't feel like it was strong enough to to really just base the whole emotional crux of yeah, your... Well
2: also, just like lazy writing, you have your two central characters in DC Comics, and you gave the moms the same name? Come on. Yeah. right. Come on. Hey, did you know that Tony Stark also has an Aunt May? Yeah. It's
0: like, come on. Right. (laughs) That's what you call an editorial oversight.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And then at the end, right, like Superman's dead at this point. And it's just like Batman and Wonder Woman looking over the body. Just kind of nonchalantly. And it made me think like what they would be thinking. It's like, oh, man, this guy that I just tried to kill is killed. And then I just got off my plane. (laughs) (laughs) like oh like why are we here moment like oh this is a stranger that i tried to kill and i don't know who these people are oh and then like the uh she's with you oh i thought she's with you moment right where it's like no batman you dummy she's with you batman because he already figured that out he (laughs) already figured that out (laughs) yeah yeah like so incredibly dumb like there's so many moments where it's just stupid and then also like this is off subject but then it's like jeffrey irons is like the jack of all trades is alfred like he's a mechanic he's a lumberjack he's kind of the butler i just didn't like
2: that he's he's really good at tongue twisters
1: yeah <laughs>
0: Alfred's kind of a badass with his military service. And once you get into the the backstory of Alfred Pennyworth, it's it's pretty good.
2: What, what backstory? There's no backstory. We don't even know who this guy is. Well, not <laughs> in know? this movie, but yeah. in yeah. Alfred in general. <laughs> I know. But that's the thing. Like, this isn't, I don't, I don't there's just so <laughs> much left here. Like, I guess you got to figure it out on your own imagination. You know, like this Batman, like we expect to like believe it go with it it's like oh he's cool he's been around for 20 years fighting crime shit's gone down and it just blows my mind that they had the opportunity to give us like at least one batman movie to give lead up to this but no this is superman 2 and here's batman 20 20 year veteran batman you know right well
0: i believe henry Cavill quit the dc universe over their treatment of superman because he As of this movie, he felt like they were Superman was playing second fiddle to Batman. And even in Justice League, he's very marginalized. Now, granted, he's dead for the first half of the movie. But, you know, still, you can totally see his point because it's like it was just like with Wonder Woman. You bring her in. Ah, here's the new toy. And then you throw throw it away to move on to something else. And, you know, we're back to the whole like, you know, man, this stinks out a lot of over aggressive world building.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have not seen Justice League either. So. Spoilers. (laughs) Spoilers. <laughs> I'm looking Spo- forward to watching that. Spoiler
2: but... alert, Superman second fiddle.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't think like, I mean, I'm not like the biggest fan of Superman. Batman's pretty cool, but it's uh, my knowledge of like his world is relatively limited. And it just seems like even then with my limited knowledge, it's just seems like these, the, the characters portrayed in this movie don't even represent like, what they were in the comic books. Like, Mm
2: -mm.
1: but uh, Superman seems way off, and so does Batman, and, like, I don't know anything about Wonder Woman other than, like, what she looks like, you know? Well, you know,
2: Man of of Steel, uh, I thought... I like Man of Steel all right. It's fine. Uh, I thought it did a pretty good job of world-building for that Superman and kind of give us an introduction and then, you know... But, like, I feel like even... I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it. I feel like Superman in that movie, differs from him in this movie. Like, he's just such a... They just made him so mopey and just, like, so dark and for no reason. Like, this whole movie is just dark for no reason and, like, gloomy. But, like, Superman's just, like, the worst portrayal. Like, I mean, at least in the last one, you know, he was trying to save people with from the aliens and Zod and all that stuff. But, like, in this one, I just felt like he wasn't really interested in saving anybody except Lois when she needed it.
0: He, he was kind of interested in saving people from Zod. And I, I think yeah. Marvel really well, gets I mean, that. He,
2: he probably killed, they probably killed more people
0: than they saved. To oh, be no really doubt. Honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No doubt. And it, <laughs> yeah. it really exposes the the difference between like, like what Marvel was doing where like an age of Ultron, when Iron Man's fighting the Hulk, Tony Stark's how quick can we buy this building and evacuate these people? And then yeah. Superman's just like, Oh, there's a convenient target to drill
2: someone completely through. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe this building will kill him. Nope. Maybe this one, maybe this yeah. one. <laughs> How many more
1: buildings do we have? Yeah. Like two more. Yeah.
2: That's a, that's a good point. I mean, they were, they are pretty good. I mean, here's the thing, even in like Avengers, there are casualties, but like, I feel like they did what they could to like make sure people were safe, but you're right. Like Superman was just like plowing through people in the build. Like even in this one, like they're just blowing stuff up like that. Yeah. Fight at the end, like, are you going to destroy the whole city here? And I know, like, like you, you would think the first thing they would be like, let's try to lure him away from the city. No. Right, but Batman brings him back to the city. Yes, and then, con- like, because Batman can't do anything against Doomsday, he just kind of stands around and then shoots him in the face with that green fart gas at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was kryptonite, but it kryptonite looks... Kryptonite fart uh, gas. Yeah, that's that, there you go, kryptonite fart gas. <laughs>
1: Uh, i also like can't stand and i've seen it in so many superman movies now where it's like the achilles heel is kryptonite so that's the only thing we can use so get the kryptonite you know Mm -hmm. uh it just gets old it gets really really old where that's the only thing and the only like way to stop superman is kryptonite
2: yeah but even in even in the fight with doomsday in the comics i mean. I feel like kryptonite is used, but it's not always used. Like, Superman can get outmatched. Like, Doomsday does kill... uh, Is that... Yeah, Doomsday. Doomsday does kill him in the comics with no kryptonite. But it's like, I don't know. The kryptonite... It's like, just pick pick one of your plot devices here and go with it, you know? You can't just keep Doomsday, kryptonite, Lex Luthor, the terrorist. Like, what's it going to be? You know, I, I feel like... The Kryptonite would have more weight had it been introduced earlier and, like, on its own separate thing. Uh,
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, it all just seems silly. Yeah. You know, uh, just, I don't know how to describe it. It just seems so lazy to me that, like, you have, what, 40 years of Superman movies and, like, Kryptonite's been in all of them. Well, <laughs> you
0: know, yeah, yeah, it's true. Magics is his other big weakness, but I don't think it really worked with any of the characters involved. Well, I in mean,
2: this. really, if you get down to it, I mean, Superman's kind of a lazy superhero, like. He's superpowers everything. He's all powerful. He can fly. You know what I mean? And the funny I mean, like, thing is that he's not very complex.
0: they they've toned that down because when <laughs> in his original incarnation, he could stop time and he had a couple other <laughs> abilities <laughs> and they're just like, you know, but it's a little bit too much. He well, can he just turned, do everything else.
2: He turns back time in like one of the Donner movies, doesn't he? Like Yeah. He flies, yeah. He flies yeah, yeah around right. the world. Yeah, which hey, Flash can do that. That's like a thing that he can't. That's what. That's what the Michael Keaton movie is gonna be. Oh yes, for a minute. Yes, yes. (laughs) World like universe building. Right. Um. So Batman, future
1: dream, like. All right, and then suddenly the Flash appears. Am I too soon?
2: Am I too soon? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he's got some wackadoo dreams, right? You're right. Right, he does. Oh yeah, Um, with
0: the demon pulling him into his mom's grave and
2: Bat Tornado and Bat
0: Tornadoes.
2: The flash. Like he doesn't even know who that guy well here here's the thing, I mean
1: No, but wasn't
2: the Flash real? That was not a dream. In in plot it's it's supposed to be real, but like I mean he wakes back up and like Again? Yeah, he has a double dream. He has an inception dream. So I don't, I don't know. I, I really don't know what they're trying oh to do God. there. Obviously, I think. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a second
1: dream. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I thought it was
0: reality as well.
2: No, he, he like wakes back up twice. But uh, I think that that's supposed to maybe, that was supposed to tie into Justice League because part two, I think, because I think they're going to kind of do a end game thing where the bad guy wins, you know, but that was with, oh. with the whole uh, Zack Snyder's Kid thing and then Joss Whedon taking over. I think that kind of shit the bet on
0: that, but I think the other Justice League link was uh, Luth. I it wasn't Luther talking to Steppenwolf when he got arrested,
1: uh, yes, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, he
1: was. Well, I mean, I, I'm guessing, yeah, uh,
2: that was Steppenwolf.
0: That's yeah. another character that they just introduce, and they're just like,
2: oh, there he is, that's the bad guy, fight him. Well, they changed him in the second one and then Justice League. I mean, and the Snyder cut, he's gonna go back to that original design, but I mean, like. God damn it, spoilers. Oh, spoilers. But uh I don't
1: I don't care yeah, I know. at all. I don't. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's uh I'm curious to see I, like I said I hadn't seen the had, You've seen Justice League, right, Brian?
0: Yes. I Do I thought f- it was better than this, but that's like saying yeah. <laughs> the the Do crap you... I took today was better than the crap I took yesterday.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Also, this is going to be fun. The Snyder cut's like 4 hours long, so we thought this was long, right? Yeah. Get oh, another gosh. hour.
0: Now they're talking about doing it like a, a mini series though, yeah. which I'm fine with that because at least you can Stopping put it on points. pause. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I actually enjoyed the way that they did Hateful 8 on Netflix better than the theatrical presentation because it it just felt like the ins and outs were kind of more neatly managed and mm-hmm. it, it it felt better to me watching it that way whereas it's like ah, a four-hour movie I actually what am i I actually
2: i hadn't watched that uh the four-hour version of that yet oh it's it's cool i'll I'll have to i'll check i mean i love that movie i'll watch it here every once in a while i'll have to check that out next time i want to
0: had you seen the uh the the roadshow version of it
2: yeah that's what i went and saw me and my buddy drove down to uh nashville and like that was probably one of i know we're off subject here for a second but that's probably one of like the best movie going experiences i've had ever uh that and grind and grindhouse because like we they did you go see it like they sat you down there was like an intermission they gave you like a playbill and stuff like it was
0: i i did yeah and i regret not picking more of those up because people were just tossing them on the floor in the theater and when Mm -hmm. i got home those were going for like 20 bucks a pop on ebay yeah
2: well you know like they like yeah they like turned it into like an event like i feel like film should be you know like it was like a concert like you go and like it's like a thing you know not just like you pay twenty dollars and shove popcorn in your face but it was was really fun that's how i felt
1: when i saw um alien and aliens at the alamo draft house like it was like yeah yeah like i feel
2: like more movies should be like that
1: yeah
0: It was gorgeous, too, with the 70 millimeter film. Like, you you really could tell a difference. I I don't think snows looked (laughs) that good. Mm -hmm. It was really (laughs) really cool. That snow looked that good. Yeah, it was was just like hyper real. It was cool. You know, (laughs) and that's a testament to how good, because like you're saying, it's like it's snow. It should just be white. That's usually why people avoid making snow movies. But they did it really well in The Thing, and they did it incredibly well in Hateful Eight. It's it's a hard thing to get right because it's just, you know, it's that visual illusion where it's just,
1: what do you have to create depth? It's tough to do. In the thing, they did it. I really like how they used like the flares and lighting in the snow because it went from like solid blacks to blues to white. And then if they had the flare, there was also like pinks in there. You know, it was pretty cool to see that. But like the variations in color. But anyways, on to the shit show. Of, uh, or back to the shit show, yeah. Enough it talking about Batman. better movies, super Batman, <laughs> yeah. superman. Um, you know, like at the end of it, it's like I just there, there seemed to be like this movie of, uh, you know, once again, air quoting good parts really could have been like a half hour long. Like, I,
2: I think you probably was... <laughs> could have got like an hour and a half movie out of this and make it somewhat coherent and like cut all the other stuff because I mean there's a vague, a vague, vague plot, but like, you got to kind of search for it. Cause we were like, what Matt, like 40 minutes, an hour in and we're like, wait a minute, nothing's happening, you know? Yeah. I mean, I wrote like
1: that. It was like 45 minutes then before it was like, Lex Luthor is up to something,
2: Mm -hmm. you know,
1: in this cut. And it's like, what that something is, turns out to be like five different things that don't connect to each other. yeah, it's so weird that like none of them are connected. Like no. the the terrorists in the desert, like they're kind of connected to Lex Luthor, and that you see them together at the end because of the Kryptonite. Um, but then it's like you didn't really need to get the Kryptonite if you were just going to go to the the Krypton ship and create Doomsday you know. Uh, and then you didn't
2: need that if you were just going to have Batman kill Superman. Right. Vice versa. And it's just there's. it's like they threw darts at a dartboard and just like, we'll use that. We'll use that. Or and that the, in there somehow. We'll use
1: all of them because yeah, they're so good.
2: But I mean, like... I, I have a note here at 40 minutes I was like 40 minutes in and nothing's happening. Just exposition. And then at an hour in, I was just like, it's just pandering. It's just scenes. Scenes right. of nothing. You know? Right
0: it's like the blur witch project nothing's happening nothing's happening something Here's about a some map. sticks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. everyone's pissed it's over
1: yeah. yeah right uh yeah like i was really throughout this whole movie like just kind of like dumbfounded of the decisions that were made you know uh like cuz i don't i don't know how to describe it like it just doesn't make any sense and it's the same thing that happened in like Rise of Skywalker, where it's like, you have all these things that could go somewhere and when either they don't go anywhere or where they go is just, I'll say it again, preposterous.
2: You know? Yeah. But, but with Rise of Skywalker, as much as I do not like that movie, there are some cool things in that movie, you know, like I feel like there's not much with this one. Like, it's just, you don't like the character. Cause I mean, we had, we had two movies with rise of skywalker characters you know we had three other movies with some of the other older characters you know like there was stuff in there that you're like oh that's cool that's cool that's trash that's trash this one was just pretty much trash all the way through There's, uh, no, i don't really, think there were really any redeemable qualities in this movie i don't think that there were any
1: no
0: yeah I, I, yeah i i wouldn't argue that at all but i do think that you know the reason people latch on to ben affleck is because at least being a, a good batman isn't because they got the character right but because you can see that he, he was earning his paycheck right. and trying to act his ass off i
2: liked ben affleck Batman. i didn't have a problem with him i thought he looked cool it's just the characterization I, 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 yeah i didn't i didn't like the murdering i thought that was a little far-fetched but uh i thought he i thought overall he did a good job i thought everybody did a good job but like you can't work with a bad script you know i mean like that's it's just a bad script you know except jesse eisenberg get that guy out of (laughs) here right he yeah
1: for real like i i don't like him as an actor at all you know i I, I like him
2: i like him fine in zombie land because like that's perfectly fitting for what he's capable of but past that i don't think that there's much substance to him
1: (laughs) no no um also a weird thing was this is a little something I noticed. So like you have like Lex Luthor on his building and Lois Lane gets dropped in by the helicopter. Right. And they like have his, he has his dumb speech. I don't remember what it was about, but you know, whatever. And then he throws her off the building. Superman saves her. But after that, he's got the, the fucking kitchen timer, right. That he puts to like an hour for whatever reason, like they have an hour to fight. It's, so that Superman can get Batman's head and save his mom. But then the weird thing I noticed was that the, the uh military clock is synchronized to the kitchen timer, so it's like they had to communicate. They're like, Okay, set the timer to this, and when I twist this, you know, start your timer too. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like I thought that was pretty dumb. You know, there's just like there's so many little things in here that's just you're like, not supposed make to sense. think
0: about that man. You're just supposed yeah, to go okay. with it <laughs> like everything else in the movie. You're just supposed to go with it. And I think you can sort of kind of enjoy it if you try not to think about it, because like Rise ah. of Skywalker doesn't really fall apart until you start thinking about any of it.
2: That's true, because,
0: it, it, you know, it's like you're watching if you just lay back and just kind of, you know, let the movie happen it's like, oh, okay, you know, this connects. Yeah. But then when you walk away, you're just like, they didn't need any of that crap with the dagger. You know, zombie Palpatine was, it looked cool, but it was weird. So on and so forth. And I think this movie has kind of the same character. Like it really only hangs together if if you just agree to just go along with it.
1: See, but I can't, like, I have a problem because I view that movies like this insult my intelligence. I agree with Even that. if I'm just like, kind of casually watching something like and like poor story writing is involved uh I, it makes me think like the person writing this doesn't think I'm that smart to be like this doesn't make sense I think I get annoyed I think, at it
2: I think more that with rise of Skywalker though because they had such a good story build up to that but uh but you know like this movie I feel like it doesn't know who it's being who their audience is because I mean, if you look at it for what it is, you're like, Oh, this is a movie for 13 year old kids, obviously. But then it's like, kids aren't going to like understand any of this. There's way too much talking. These superheroes are hardly in this movie. And then when you get to like adults, like they can see through the BS. I mean, you can't, it's not like Pacific Rim where you look at that movie and you're like, Oh, it's robots fighting monsters. Cause it's awesome. Cause like, mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's robot. That's all it is is robots fighting monsters. Like, this isn't even just Batman fighting Superman. You know what I mean?
0: Right. It's, it's a difficult problem because if you don't know who your audience is and you're not giving your audience any credit, mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. think you've just invented the power vacuum that siphoned all the intelligence out of this film.
2: Yes, exactly. So
1: like, do you think like there was a lot of studio interference with this or this is like all Zack Snyder's fault and like the writers. This
2: reeks of Zack Snyder. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's got,
0: he knows how to move a camera, but he he doesn't seem to be able to tell stories. No. No. And Uh, I I don't know if there was studio interference outside of, like you were saying, throwing darts at a dartboard, use this, use this, use this, and that's all mandated.
2: it's, It's the same with Michael Bay. Michael Bay is a man child. Same as Zack Snyder. They're man-children. And they just make what they think is cool or, like, what they think is clever or what they think is smart. And it's not, because they have, like... uh, And and the thing is, their their audience love it. They love it. Like, I see all the time, because, like, you know, Matt, like, I I collect some Transformers toys. Like, I, like, see some people be like, when are we going to get some Bayverse Transformers toys? Like, they have their audience, and those are the same... It's like, to give an analogy, it's like Trump... And Trumpers. It's like, it's the same thing. It's like they appeal to the specific person that's on the same level as them. You know yeah, what I mean?
0: They're, they're speaking on a very specific wavelength. Ex-
2: exactly. Exactly.
1: Do you, do you think that's an IQ level?
2: Yes. Like- <laughs> yes. It is. It's like, bro, did you see that Batman punch that Superman in the face? I loved it. Rock and roll.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of which, I thought the fight scene uh, between. Yeah, it really was <laughs> between like. Batman and Superman, like armored Batman and whatever, and then it's just like, here's the grenades. Uh, He took like, so he has that grenade launcher and he has to reload it again and it took him like 10 seconds to reload a grenade shell or whatever into his gun before like Superman can get to him. I'm just like, really? 10 seconds? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've reloaded a gun before. I think it takes less than 10 seconds. (laughs) So, just
2: Have you reloaded a fart grenade gun before, Matt? (laughs) No, but it seems
1: much more simpler than, uh, you know, putting a magazine in. (laughs) Well, like a
2: a tiny bullet or a magazine versus like a bullet the size of a softball, right? (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah. Armored armored Batman was kind of hard to appreciate because, again, we didn't really spend a lot of time with the character. And I I get what they were doing. You know, the the movie draws a lot of visual inspiration from The Dark Knight Returns from the base costume to the armored. And and they, they even crib a line from that, too, when Alfred says, I hope the next generation of Waynes won't inherit an empty wine cellar. Um, right. But when they do it so fast like this, and because you haven't lived with these characters at all, it just kind of feels like, yeah, it's fan service, but you're really just doing it to sell
1: toys. Yeah. Right. And, like in Iron Man, it's like you have the buildup of Tony Stark building the first Iron Man suit. You're like, oh shit, it's going down. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, I already have it. I already have this suit. (laughs) Just waiting. I built this suit like five years ago and I was just waiting for the chance where it's like, yeah, I have this. My city. I have this really cool
2: suit. I have this really cool suit. See, it's right next to this dead Robin suit, but don't look at that. We're not going to talk about that. (laughs) Oh my God. Don't look at it. Just look at it for a second and be like, what's that? Then push away, push away, push away. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, that that's a, a huge question that I have is like, what's up with the oh, Robin suit?
2: Yeah. So you here, know? here is a theory that I've read online. So Robin, so it says, like, if you look at the costume, it says jokes on you, Batman. So who do you think killed him? Joker, obviously. Right. But this is this is like some deep, deep cuts here what I've read is that that Robin became the Joker, the Jared Leto, Jared Leto Joker. Like if you look on the Robin costume, there's like bullet holes and like supposedly those same bullet marks, scars are on the Joker. So, and then there's a line where Batman says uh, something along the lines of like the heroes. And then who stays that way as a reference to that possibly being it. But, Cause I mean, who is it? It's oh. uh, Tim, not Tim Drake. Jace, Jason, Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Ooh. That's
1: cool. Was that that in like, uh, like a book? You know, no, that's uh that's just that stuff they that... released after the movie. No, you know, that's without... just like
2: theories that I saw online, like oh. click clickbait stuff. And like, you know, it's just stuff that like, oh, well, that makes sense. But we didn't get any of that. So it doesn't matter. You know,
0: no. Well, speaking of online rumors, I can confirm that the Batmobile was not stolen, despite <laughs> persistent online rumors. They, what they had, yeah, there was a whole thing where the internet was going crazy, where they they're like, "Oh my God, the Batmobile has been stolen."
1: Um, I, I do know the one from this th- movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. Like I, in reality, like yes. Someone heisted the. Okay.
0: It, it didn't happen though, oh. but the internet was going crazy with that because it like, they just didn't see the Batmobile for like a week. And the set, I do know from talking to set security was a constant target of theft because Detroit, Uh but <laughs> they <laughs> had copper dude. They had the actual Detroit police department guarding like the really important stuff and police Sergeant Michael Woody and I love that he had fun with it. I got the quote right here is the Batmobile is safe in the Batcave where it belongs. So that's that's one rumor I, <laughs> I'd like to dispel.
2: Here's something that I read also. Uh, and I pulled it up. Ben Affleck tried to take the bat suit home. He like he was like, hey, like, can I like have this? And they told him they could keep it for one hundred thousand dollars. That's how much it costs to make the bat suit.
1: Wow. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why not just give it to the guy?
2: He's and that's that's only anymore. that's only one of the suits.
0: <laughs> all right. I mean, I, like, I believe they spent a hundred thousand dollars making all of them, with like paying the artist. But like it, it did it did not take a hundred thousand dollars to make one of those.
2: Probably not. No. Wow,
0: that's some bullshit.
2: But I mean, it
1: makes sense though. I mean, that cup from uh, Cabin in the Woods that cost like four thousand dollars to make, you know, or five thousand, you know. That's just
0: well, yeah, because you had to pay people to sculpt it and then mold it and then all the materials and whatnot. But, yeah, that one, that's that sucks. <laughs> they should yeah. they, sh- they should have just been like, OK, game ball, it's yours. You know, we, we've got right. 10 other one of these that'll wind up in a planet. <laughs> yeah, you Hollywood can or have, something. You can,
2: you can have it. We, we, we don't need it anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to yeah. use a different one in the next movie anyway.
1: Yeah, right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, God. Yeah, this movie really made me angry, man. And yeah. I, I hate that I watched it. <laughs> I also hate that I pledged to watch Justice League. <laughs>
2: so. Yeah, that'll be fun. Oh, fuck. It's fun to talk crap about, though. It, it is. It's just It's just nice to share that with somebody. Because I hadn't... I haven't, like, I've been trying to get you to watch it for a while, I feel like, and it's like, I want to talk about this with you. We need to talk about this.
1: (laughs) I had no desire to watch it. Oh, no. I mean zero desire to watch this movie.
2: It's like, Um, I want to talk about this with somebody, but I don't wish it, want to, like, wish it upon anybody, you
1: know? The weekend, what's funny is the weekend that this came out, uh, maybe the weekend, but it was shortly after this movie came out. uh, We were, Andrew and I were at a convention. (laughs) And he was like, this movie's so garbage. And some guy was defending it, another like artist. And the guy almost started crying.
2: I feel bad for this one. No, because I kept he was like super into it. He was super into it and like Justice Lee's like my thing, you know, and like oh blah, well, blah, well, I grew up with it. And like I just kept trashing it. Cause like I was I was trying to defend my argument, be like, this is why it was bad. And he didn't really defend his argument. He kind of just sat there and took it. And like, I swear, he looked like he was about to cry, man. He did. But, like, for me, maybe like, I'm a bad person. Maybe I'm just a bad person.
0: Well, I, I think it's the same sort of thing as because I, I remember there was a brief period of insanity where we all thought the first Tobey Maguire Spider Man was a good movie. And I, I think it, and the same thing with the first Brian Singer X Men movie. It's like, oh, yeah, it was pretty good. But I, I think I'm going
1: to go on record. But I did not like that movie. I did not like X Men. Well, con- congratulations,
0: uh, two thousand Matt was smarter than two thousand Brian. Yeah, but
1: at the same time, though, I'll take my I'll take it down a minute because I still liked Blank Man at that time in two thousand.
2: <sighs> hey, man, Blank Man's a classic. You shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what was J-5? the five? J five. J five.
0: Where I was going with that is, we had been waiting so long to see those characters on screen so the fact that you finally got it 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 was like oh my god cool i've been dreaming about this for 20 years and that's about as far as it went and then spider-man 2 came out and x-men 2 came out which were much better movies than the first two and even in retrospect you're like you know this is kind of hackneyed and stilted and why did i like this a year ago
2: yeah I, i don't
0: think he had that moment yet because the dc fans have been starving for so long to get any of these characters that they they were just thankful to just have that.
2: But the Keaton Batman movies are good. I thought those were good, and those were '89 and what '92 or something like that. I mean, here's the thing. You're right. Like you look at yourself at like in those times, but now with Marvel and the MCU setting the bar, why are we still making bad superhero movies? Right. Oh, you there's know? no excuse. No excuse. Like I don't want to. I don't want to be like, hey, here's your formula, Marvel like do what they're doing but like to an extent like you got to you know but then you look then you look at dc and they're trying to like jump the gun it's like you got to build something you can't just like open a lego set and like there it is it's it's like put together already like yeah you don't buy it you don't buy it
0: you you gotta you gotta build up to it and you gotta give your audience some credit and those are two Mm -hmm. things that they absolutely didn't do and not giving the audience credit was a big part of like why the X-Men had those stupid black yeah. costumes in the first movie. Yeah. Cause they're just like, well, we can't have comic book costumes. People won't know. It. They'll think it's too silly. And now we're at a point where you can have can the fucking strange. Yeah. Can you can have strange. The, these <laughs> yeah. great legit costumes. And it's like, and it no, if, if you just, but then again, maybe in their mind, the mainstream's ready for it because of those little baby steps. I don't know, but I I like that we're finally in this golden era where you can make a comic book movie and it actually feels like the fucking comic book. Yeah, I read right.
2: uh, Tom Hanks did an interview the other day saying that he believes the MCU will save theaters. And I firmly agree with him. Because, I mean, like, they how many movies are there now? Like 20-something? And they're all... 23 or 24. Yeah, and they're... Like, even the worst ones are still good. They're still good. But, I mean, like, look at what DC's putting out. I would put Wonder Woman as probably their like as, as far as the DC universe goes, not including like some other stuff, but like Wonder Woman's probably their best movie. And that's just as good as like Thor the Dark World. I mean it's the same director too, but like it's like they're on the same they're on the same level, but like Thor the Dark World is like definitely a lower tier Marvel movie, you know? Oh, I still yeah. I still enjoy it, but like it's not anywhere near like any of the Avengers movies or like even Doctor Strange. I mean they're just I don't get it man
1: Well there what I feel like you know what happened with like early Marvel movies, you know the Toby Maguire Hugh Jackman stuff is that like Fox was Fox well all those companies were trying to reinvent the wheel you know, but it's like you have this like almost hundred year history of like excellent storytelling and contemporary mythology that was put in like literature like why would you reinvent the wheel to make it something completely different when, it's a new medium and you can tell the stories that people already know, but to like a huge audience like that. It, like, I don't understand why you had to reinvent the wheel of Superman, like in this iteration, you know, like, you know, what's
0: interesting though about that is, and I was thinking, I was talking to a buddy about this last night, the Michael Keaton Batman suit, their reinvention of that was to make it black, which was genius. <laughs> Cause it like, that's right. all they did to modernize it but they didn't really tweak the design at all past that uh, right so yeah that's that's kind of an interesting question
2: i thought it was it was cool uh to have a non-black batman suit in this movie like the gray i thought i thought ben affleck looked like a cool batman like the beefy batman like what you want out of like the dark knight uh returns and stuff like i thought they did a good job of that but i think this uh new pattinson batman looks cool too i think this is gonna be I I hope that they can dig themselves out of this rut. I think they have with Joker, you know, Yeah. but that's just a one-off, you know? And I mean, and man, like he won best actor for that, you know?
0: Right. I heard, I heard they're having a real problem with Pattinson not wanting to work out. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. I, I, I heard something that they're like pushing him like really hard. And I mean, you're right. Like, I mean, if you're going to be Batman, you got to work out, but like that's some. yeah, I kind of skimmed the same article, but you know, it's like, you you go go back to like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Like look at how good Spider-Man 2 was. Like I still think that's one of like the best superhero movies there is. Like it's so good. And then they come out with Spider-Man 3 after that. Why are we still making Spider-Man 3 movies? Like Batman right. vs.
1: Superman. X-Men 3, Blade? 3. X-Men 3.
2: Why are we still making that stuff? Because uh, like, David S. Goyer. Did he do all, write all that stuff?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Why are people still hiring this guy?
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. He's uh I mean, well he directed Blade 3. I don't know if he directed or wrote X-Men 3 or Spider-Man. III, no, I don't think but, he had anything to do with those. But you know, he also wrote uh Dark Knight Rises, you know. Ugh. So uh it's just like there there's clear like that a uh, DC puts its eggs in all the wrong baskets. You know what's you know? weird?
2: You can look at uh Dark Knight trilogy and draw a very, like, like it's almost the same as the new Star Wars trilogy. Like, you have two really, you have one really good movie. You're like, wow, that was great. Then you have the second one, you're like, holy crap. And then the third one that just shits the bed. <laughs> it's right. Like, it's like, uh, Oh, man. <laughs> I, why are these people, like, doing this? They're tanking these franchises.
1: right. You know, uh, but it's like, at the same time, it's like it made $873 million. Yeah, I mean, it's, at the end of the know, day,
2: it's all about money.
0: Yeah. There is some level of ingredients, though, because the same people that made The Dark Knight Rises also made The Dark Knight, and there was a huge drop off in quality between those two movies.
2: Yeah. Whether yeah, that's
0: that they're... invisible hand of the studio, who knows? <laughs>
1: I think it was an, a- I think The Dark Knight, not Rises, but the second one was an accident, you know, and that it was great. Uh, I think what's par for the course is to have movies like The Dark Knight Rises and Batman vs. Superman and Justice League and Wonder Woman 1984. I don't think that DC knows how to make good films. And then when they do make a good film, it's an accident. Like they succeeded despite themselves, you know. Well, I mean,
2: look at Joker uh, and how well it was received. They were right. Like, I feel like going with Todd Phillips. That was a gamble on their part, you know. And uh, they said but that Todd they, Phillips is a competent person that can like make is, a movie from
1: start to but
2: finish. But he he also made Hangover Three, which was not a good movie, you know. <laughs> but uh, he uh, like they said, they were writing the script as they were going, you know, like you're right. Like, I feel like that movie was an accident. Like, Oh man, like we have something, a beautiful film here, you know, it's, it's just, yeah, I think you're right there. That's a, that's a good point. It's just kind of like just throwing darts at the wall and seeing what sticks. Right.
1: Right. Right. Whereas like, yeah, I mean, to go back to MCU, like they had a clear path, well, not a clear path, but they had an outline at the very least of like where they wanted to go, you know? And you know, steps that they would have to take along the way to get to where they needed to be, you know? And I'm sure like along the way, like things had changed or directions were going to be different, you know, but the goal was to like get Thanos there. Right. Yeah. But it's like with DC, it's just like, ah, whatever, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, sure. Okay. Sounds good. We'll do that. You know? Uh, So they
0: they seem to think that the marquee value is the characters instead of the people that portray them, which is counterintuitive because why do you keep casting, you know, superstars to play these people? If it's just like, well, it's Batman, people will get it. That's, that's all we need to go into that. Right. And, and yeah, they're, they're just coming up short because we don't spend enough meaningful time with these characters that when we do see them on screen together, it just doesn't have the same impact.
2: Yeah. Right. Does anybody else have like, this bad aftertaste of like just still wanting to punch Jesse Eisenberg in the face after this movie.
1: <laughs> oh, I was like thoroughly annoyed, like throughout the whole movie. Like, he, he was the a, moment I saw him and here's such comes, a
2: bad decision. Gone. I mean, Lex Luthor is like a looming figure and an intimidating figure in the whole Superman stuff, and then you got Zombieland here acting like Mark Zuckerberg, mm-hmm. uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh uh I don't know. Like this movie just seemed like all over the place and uh I think if they would have picked any one of the things uh you know if it was just straight up Batman versus Superman and nothing else that could have been an interesting story because I feel like that was if they just focused on that like the the two sides of the same coin type thing like they're both fighting for almost the same thing. But Batman views him as almost like a terrorist, you know, Mm -hmm. or um, complicit in uh, uh, the deaths of so many people, right? And that's, like, sincere motivation to not like someone, you know? And they could have just concentrated on that, not have Lex Luthor, not have all these, like, other little things that don't come into fruition. Uh, And that could have been the story of, like, you know, a similar ideology, but coming from it at different angles, but like, they both don't like each other, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, you know, so it's they'll... like, even, even Batman's like <clears throat> reasoning of wanting to like get rid of Superman doesn't even really make sense. I mean, yeah, he like destroyed the Wayne tower in Metropolis and, but like, clearly he's like saving people, you know, like even when after the Capitol exploded, like Superman's like out there, like help bringing people out and stuff, you know, it's, Right. This movie just doesn't make any sense, and it never will, until we get the Zack Snyder cut, <laughs> which is beyond the ultimate edition. This is something totally new. It's Four hours turn, long. It's gonna a be. It's gonna be amazing.
1: series that's five seasons long. Yeah. <laughs> like, God. <laughs> <laughs> Here's uh, five hours of the. It's all in real time. Yeah. Like they they go into the courtroom and it's like five hours of deposition. <laughs> <laughs>
2: where did we get oh, to
1: man. we don't like superman <laughs> yeah. for whatever reason uh this movie sucked i don't get why people like it like it, it's so odd it's the same thing with transformers movies the first one was okay that's fun
2: it's but. just people who like to see explosions that's all it is don't be I bad mean, not like, I my explosions to me to me <laughs> <laughs> to hey man i like action movies just to, but i mean you gotta have substance you can't just yeah. throw stuff at us. Like like what Matt said, it's like, how stupid do you think we are? I feel like the the dead giveaway of who this movie's made for is 13-year-old middle school boners is when <laughs> is when Lois Lane is in the bathtub and it all but shows her boobs. It does. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're like, oh, this is going to pop out any minute now. And, like, that's who this movie's made for. It, that's who it's made for. You yeah. Know? Yeah, uh, like... I was, I was listening to
1: some, like, uh, commentary, I guess, about this movie on YouTube. And, like, one thing that Zack Snyder said was, like, that he wanted to make, like, darker movies with these characters. And he actually said, which I found, like, so odd, that he would have had Batman or Bruce Wayne be raped in prison. What? Because he would want to do that in his movies. And I'm like, why, you child? Like, why no. would you want that in this in this movie like what does that do to the character you know so i mean the, i can't even wanted imagine to make
0: sucker punch but with with bruce wayne is what because, pretty much
1: yeah. yeah that's uh terrible um uh a mutual friend of ours said that was like yeah sucker punch wasn't good and i was like i bought that movie for like four dollars and i regretted it <laughs> you know like uh, Well, but, should we um, ramp
0: this up have we beaten the dead horse enough? <laughs> All right. None of us like. Oh that. no,
1: I know what I was gonna say. Okay, about like Bruce Wayne getting raped in the uh, in the prison, right? Yes, let's talk so, more about Bruce Wayne getting raped. Right, <laughs> right. So a long time ago, in a uh, in a comic book that Kevin Smith wrote, like Batman was uh, like a huge explosion happened, and like he lost control of his bladder, right? Like because like that can happen, like if an explosion happens, like, you might, like, piss yourself, you know? And, like, the comic book fans were in such an uproar because, like, Batman doesn't piss himself. How dare you, Kevin Smith? Like, they really hated him. And I can't imagine the vitriol that oh. would happen if someone raped Bruce Wayne. <laughs> like, uh, just, like, why, why is this guy here? Why is he still here? Why are people still giving him money to make movies, you know? Maybe it'll stop after the Snyder cut, but I feel like it's not. I feel like people are going to love the Snyder cut and it's like, Hey, I'm making a justice league sequel to the Snyder cut that I made. You know,
2: I don't think the Snyder cut is going to change anybody's mind. If you hate it, you hate it. And the people who love it will love it. They're going to, they're going to say, it's exactly what we wanted. It's amazing. It's amazing. And it's just that it's not going to change anything.
0: Well, it'll be like the extended version of this, it, you know, because that movie's kind of all over the map and it'll just expand on what's already there. It's it's just yeah. going to be more of a bad time. It's, just, it's not going to make any more sense.
2: <laughs> no, no. And, and my thing, my problem with the Snyder Cut is it's not the Snyder Cut. This is a new movie because right. they're when they've been asking for the Snyder Cut for two years. And listening like to and listening to what people want, you can change the narrative after the fact. Matt, I think you told me how much money are they spending on the Snyder Cut?
1: It's like 30 or 40 million.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, granted, those are some on the high end of extensive reshoots, but I mean, you can bend this movie to fit the will of the people. You know what I mean?
1: Right. But like the budget to this was like 250 to 300 million. So it's still a yeah. substantial, substantial yeah. amount yeah. of money to like put new stuff into a movie, you yeah. know? Yeah. Not just a recut. Like these are well, reshoots. I mean, like they went back yeah. into production, you know? Yeah. So. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy is right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's too bad that this was the last major, major, major triple-A motion picture to be filmed in Michigan, because we had a really good thing going on with our film incentive here, and then there was a regime change. The governor yanked that back.
2: Yeah, they just do everything in like Atlanta and New Orleans now, pretty much, right?
0: We were totally set up to do that, because Raleigh Studios, the same place where they do Walking Dead, they, they've only got like five of these world-class facilities in the world. One's in California, one's in Georgia. And, you know, it's big enough that they had like, like the prison and the walking dead that was at Raleigh studios. It's just big enough to leave that standing. They yeah. came here, they started building one. And then because of the mixed signals, when the film incentive got yanked, they pulled out and Warner brothers came in and finished a little bit of construction. So only Warner brothers films were shot there. And then it finally closed for good in 2018 but well, it's uh, just it's just
2: unfortunate you have all these like good potential ideas and then like people just screw up, you know. Same, yeah, like that's explanation for Batman versus Superman. It's like what happened here? Why did this happen? Same thing with like the filming in Michigan. It's like why are these bad decisions being made? Why are these people in charge? You know?
1: Well, it's uh, people that don't understand what's going on. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's uh speaking on movies. It's the whole like you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Like yeah. you might need to like. Make the costumes not look like spandex, spandex, but like you can still have a really awesome representation of like what the characters look like without having them all in black suits. You know, Uh, it's, it's just weird to me that like, especially with comic books, like you have a visual representation as well as the storytelling in there to be like, okay, let's just make it look like that, and let's tell the story, the stories that were already in the pages. Like, this doesn't seem like it's hard to do, but there's been so many misfires. It's so crazy to me, you know? Uh, And it's not just with DC, but DC is, like, carrying on the torch, you know, right now of, like, not knowing what the hell they're doing, you know? And unfortunately, it seems like Sony's taking a page out of DC right now with, like, what's happening with, like, the new Spider-Verse
2: movie, oh, you know? I feel like that's so. going to be a disaster, unfortunately. It's either going to be really neat and really well done or just really bad. Because, I mean, I felt like that that's what hurt the Batman movies is like, let's keep throwing bat- villains in there. Keep throwing villains. More villains. More villains, you know? Well, and I think right.
0: the reason these movies wound up being so dark was because Batman's the biggest cinematic success they've had. So they're just the trying Knight, yeah. to yeah. force the other characters to be that. And it, it just doesn't work because that's not who they are.
2: Right. Right. I but mean, any- look at like the tones of the Marvel movie. They couldn't be more all over the place and it works, you know? Right. But I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. We should
1: wrap this up. I think we've slung enough shit. Is, and is, does anyone else want to sling some more shit onto
2: Batman versus Superman? Two thumbs down. <laughs> Two thumbs down. Eight <laughs> down all the I way made, down. I made that up. That's thumbs up and thumbs down. I'm going to apply that to movies, and that's going to be my thing. I just now made that up. Believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man! Well, yeah, thank again good. for joining us. Uh, yeah, thanks anything for having you me. Want to talk about that you've been working on? Uh, not, not particularly. I'm just glad to be back. Yep. It's, it's it's fun. I, I've had fun. I'm I'm actually looking forward to doing this again with a. Uh, the Snyder Cut—it's just going to be a trash <laughs> fest. But let's not let's not make this a thing. I, I would like to be on for some good movies here and there. No, you know, it's only it's only Zack Snyder movies. Rats. and forward. then Rise of Skywalker, and then just all the trash coming in. Yeah, <laughs> oh no, good. So
0: then sick. you can do uh, American Cyborg Steel Warrior.
2: Yeah, bring bring him in for all the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> episode fifty-two or
1: fifty-three, right? Yeah, episode Cyborgs. thousand.
0: No. Thousand or bust. <laughs> no.
1: As I said so, before, that's like 500 years, right? Not
0: that's even so close. Good. Not even yes. close. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: where where can people find you on the social media, Andrew?
2: You can find me on Instagram at Andrew Heath Design. That's really all that matters, I guess.
0: <laughs> and he posts some cool stuff, so... Yeah, he does. Get, yeah. get on check, Instagram check and it check
2: him out. Check it out. I mean, there's not, like, everything's shut down, so it's not like I'm traveling. Well, Well, and also,
1: like, uh we just finished up the our chaotic like new year like holiday season like uh beyond i think what either of us expected you know
2: it was insane and that's really like exhausted me but like i'm starting to work on some new stuff and uh you know i've made a list of like stuff i need to do so just nothing nothing major right now no no stay puff fluffs coming out Cool
0: or anything so right no no fluff only important things no fluff
2: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> no no fluff, only important things but yeah thanks again for having me guys I'm yeah gonna, thanks, thanks again be for here. being
1: on we appreciate it yeah uh Good our times. apologies to anyone that liked this movie uh but you're wrong in how you like this movie oh. just want to throw that out
2: there going <laughs> to so. get some angry emails yes and,
0: and <laughs> yeah. where can they send those angry emails to Matt?
1: uh they can send them to me at hi postcreditspodcast at gmail.com. You could also message me. I'm the guy that runs the social media. So you can message me uh, at post postcredits podcast on Instagram and Facebook.
2: So what, please leave us. What? What We're if out. what if what if Zack Snyder was like such a man child that he like responds to stuff like this? He's like, Why well, you don't like movies? I'd yeah, <laughs> like, say well, I, I, I will screen, I will screenshot it and <laughs> Come on, on social media.
1: <laughs> Come on the show, let's talk about it.
2: Yeah, let's talk right. about of Zack Snyder.
1: Yeah. What's your first question? What the hell's wrong with you?
2: <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> please explain.
1: <laughs> why did you make sucker punch uh. right right all right uh as always if you can leave us a uh a five-star review uh on uh apple Podcasts, we'd appreciate it or any podcast listening platform that would be great helps us get the word out there of what we're great,
2: doing great podcast four stars
1: <laughs> yeah I, I would email them and be like why the four star what why, why you know
2: why you know like
1: <laughs> how'd you get my email i'm just stalking you from a distance you know so yeah. social distance stalking, you know i'm not actually in your city but i just know where you live yeah. so anyways that's all i got you got anything else brian no i'm i'm good i think
0: i think we about covered it all right thanks andrew for being on thank you everyone for listening
1: yeah yeah we'll catch you on the next one take care